Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. What is the problem making Devil in the White City into a, a movie? Dean? Boy, I sure <laughs> wish I knew. I've I've told I've, I've done this story at least a half a dozen times where I enthusiastically say, "Hey, this fantastic novel that everybody loves is going to be made into a movie. It's going to be made into a TV series." Only to have uh, you know several months, a year later, the project has been scrapped <laughs> and. Uh, about a month or so ago, we reported the story that the Hulu streaming uh, platform was going to do Devil in the White City. And uh, yesterday, last night, as a matter of fact, they announced that the uh, plans have all fallen through again. They're not saying why. They're not saying it's too costly. They're not saying it's too this or uh, too that. Hulu is just saying they're not going to do it now. They changed their mind. Uh, the The book about the uh, 1893 Chicago World uh, Chicago World's Fair on the South Side about uh, America's first modern serial killer. Keanu Reeves was supposed to be attached to this particular project with Hulu. Uh, he and the director at the time when it was announced uh, both dropped out. So I don't know what the deal is. With I mean, this. it was such a popular book. The story has everything you, you think Hollywood would want. And, and yet, as you say, uh, every few months you report on a project uh, <laughs> going south on this. And I, th- I thought that, boy, this one is really going to take, you know, a, st- a streaming platform is just what this needs. Maybe they feel like Devil in the White City is not mainstream enough to be a theatrical release. But would you know certainly find an audience uh, on a streaming platform? I thought this has got to be finally this is going to get done. Leonardo DiCaprio and Martin Scorsese are the, the executive producers. You <laughs> would think with those guys attached to it that this would have been done. But I this is just a, like a cursed uh, <laughs> novel that yeah. just is never going to get done. It, it's uh, amazing. And then somebody walks into a producer's office with the idea for a cocaine bear, and it's it's right. It, it's green lit immediately, right? And it's like a huge box office success. <laughs> yeah, a bear does cocaine, but never mind the Chicago World's Fair <laughs> and a serial killer. Holy, that, that won't fly. Smokes. Wow. Uh, well, it, this this was really sad to hear uh, Bruce Willis's wife uh, make this plea to kind of leave leave Bruce alone. Tell yeah. us about this. Bruce Willis is you know. Uh, uh, diagnosed now with uh, dementia, which is progressing. Uh, he occasionally is out in public uh, to, I guess, go to a doctor's appointment or just, you know, just to be outside and get some fresh air and, you know, this and that. Of course, the paparazzi in uh, the Los Angeles area are notorious. Uh, I, I've seen it a million times where, you know, there's uh, celebrity where, where we're interviewing celebrities. Uh, dozens of uh, photographers and th- will gather outside of where we are, and they're screaming the names of the celebrities, just trying to get a quick photograph so they can sell the photograph and make some money off of it. But that's what they're doing with Bruce Willis uh, mm-hmm. when he is out uh, in public with his family. Uh, they're screaming his name out, and uh, yesterday his wife. 
uh, Emma uh, asked photographers on Instagram to please stop yelling at her husband. Uh, she said, I know this is your job, but maybe please keep your space. Uh, she said, it's a difficult time for uh, Bruce and the family and very stressful. It's difficult to get him out in public in his condition. And uh, these photographers trying to make a cheap dollar, uh, mm-hmm. trying to get a picture of him, uh, you know, with dementia is uh, just really kind of sick. So hopefully, hopefully they'll have a conscience. If I know my photo- well, I shouldn't put all photographers in this, but I know a lot of people who couldn't care less if mm-hmm. they're, uh, you know, bothering somebody who's got something like dementia. Sad but true. Yeah, there's a story about actor Ben Savage today. And actually, this isn't surprising because I think he was a political science major and he's always been interested in politics, hasn't he? Yeah, he uh, you know, was the uh, star of uh, Boy Meets World back in the 1990s, 1993 to 2000. He uh, returned when they rebooted the series called Girl Meets World. He played the father in the series. But you're right. He has always been very politically active. He ran for uh, the West Hollywood City Council last year but lost the election. And now uh, actor Ben Savage is saying he's going to run for Congress from the uh, 30th Congressional District in California, which includes West Hollywood, Burbank, and uh, Pasadena. And uh, we'll see if he has uh, better luck, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, this time uh, at what clearly is a passion for him. Yeah, that's uh, Adam Schiff's seat. The world awaits the update on WGN-TV bringing back the grand prize game, Dean. Well, it's what we're calling the second chance grand prize game. Uh, The most popular game from the most popular uh, children's television show in the history of television, literally. Uh, You know, we're celebrating our 75th anniversary here at WGN-TV, so we thought it would be fun to bring back the grand prize game, but we thought it would be fun. You know, more people didn't get to play the grand prize game than did. (laughs) Sure. Uh, You know, the tips and the tips only of the Magic Arrows or the uh, Bozo Pewter chose who got to play the game, but there are a million stories of why you didn't get to play the grand prize game, and we've been asking people to send in their entries. We've got thousands of entries, uh, and every Tuesday during the month of March, we're asking, uh, we're picking somebody to come in and take a second chance at the grand prize game, and we did the first one today with a guy named uh, Kevin Sullivan. He played uh, about an hour ago, and uh, he, his whole family got tickets to the grand prize game, and they were all set to go, and when it came time to uh, come down to WGN to see the Bozo Show. Finally, after all these years, Kevin Sullivan gets sick. Oh, no. And he has to stay home while his whole family, his cousins, his siblings, they all get to come down and be on the Bozo Show. (laughs) So he's at home with Grandpa having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, watching on TV, uh, and he sees all of his cousins playing, you know, the relay games uh, that they used to play on the Bozo Show. And then when it came time for the grand prize game, the arrows, you know, tipped, they picked a girl, and when it came time to picking a boy, it was Kevin's brother, 
Bunky was his nickname, who got to play the grand prize game. So uh, Bunky has been holding it over his brother Kevin's head for 50 years now that he got to go on the Bozo Show, and (laughs) Kevin didn't. So we invited Kevin down this morning to play second chance grand prize game. Uh, His brother, back in the day in the 1970s, got up to bucket number four, and Kevin today only got to bucket number three <laughs> so his so his brother bunky is still going to hold it over his head like any good sibling will torture him for the rest of his life that he still did better than his brother on the, oh, the grand prize game so we're going to do it again uh, next tuesday with another great story of how somebody didn't get to play <laughs> the famous bucket game can, can people still get in on this? Do I, don't, I don't think so. I think they've chosen all the entries now because we're, we're doing it every Tuesday in the month of March. So mm-hmm. I think they've uh, already picked. But, uh, man, it's fun to watch. So, yeah, I bet. Uh, well, maybe for the 100th anniversary, uh, yeah. they'll resurrect this promotion. We even have a, a bike if someone hits bucket number six. It's an e-bike, an electric bike that's valued at over $2,000 <laughs> if somebody hits bucket number six. So we only got up to bucket number three today. So you know, This reminds me of a story, and I haven't even thought about this in, in years. When Marianne and I were doing Fox Thing in the morning, we decided to have our own grand prize game. So we got the general manager's kid, and I, I think he was like five five or six, we, we videotaped him uh, playing the bucket game. And, yep. and every morning we just show him uh, tossing the ball in another bucket uh, just to aggravate our competition at WGN-TV at yep. the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It was stealing, fun. Stealing our grand prize game. <laughs> right, exactly. So, uh, let's get it's, to am- it. it's amazing, you know, when uh, so, uh, celebrities who are from Chicago, they come to WGN, the first thing they say when they walk in the building is, where's the Bozo Studio? <laughs> of course. I want to go to the Bozo Studio. <laughs> And then, you know, the buckets are, we, we still have the buckets. We still have the whole setup. And when they see the buckets, I'll never forget, Melissa McCarthy was here, who's from Plainfield. Mm-hmm. And she was with Kristen Wiig. And Melissa went crazy when she saw it. And she told Kristen Wiig, oh, you don't understand. This is hallowed ground we're on right now with the buckets and the whole, the whole deal. It's, it's crazy, the impact that uh, Bozo and the Grand Prize game is had all these years and still has still uh, is, right. before we get to your conversation with Cheech Marin uh, do your celebrity baby announcement I know you have one today uh, do we have a baby announcement today we have yeah, I thought uh, you oh, did we have uh, uh, a lot of people who watch the Ellen show will remember little Sophia Grace she brought on these two sisters who were adorable and they would sing a little sing, sing and dance a little bit and they were so cute uh, that was uh, about 15 years ago and uh, the story out this morning is that little Sophia Grace, who's not so little anymore, uh, she's in her early 20s, as I understand it, uh, had uh, a baby. So uh, congratulations to uh, mm-hmm. uh, little Sophia Grace, uh, the grown-up woman now and uh, a mom of, I believe it's a baby boy. So congratulations. Nice. Yes. Okay, how's Cheech? Cheech is okay. Uh, and Dave's still not here, man. <laughs> uh, Cheech Marin is a part of this new movie that's going to be coming out on Friday called Champions, in which uh, Woody Harrelson stars. 
as a uh, former minor league basketball coach gets in trouble with the laws assigned to community service. The community service is coaching a team of uh, intellectually disabled uh, young adults. And uh, Woody Harrelson is uh, in the movie. They picked uh, 10 uh, intellectually disabled uh, athletes who wanted to be actors to be in the movie as well. Uh, And Cheech Marin is uh, also part of this cast. But, you know, I I can't talk to Cheech Marin and uh, not bring up the uh, old days that many of us remember. Is it great when people bring up uh, Cheech and Chong all these years later? Some people want to separate from things that they've done in the past. Others, you know, really love embracing what brought them to the table. I'm one of those guys. I love embracing what brought me to the table because it's ongoing. We're still actually doing stuff together. and, And you see what a part of it. What a, a part of everybody's lives that was for for a long time, you know, and it spans generations, and then and and it's passed down from father to son and and mother to daughter, and you know, I hear all these stories of how they got introduced to Cheech and Chong, and and that was a uh, was a family thing. Is it uh, kind of gratifying in a way that? You know, pot is uh, legal in most places now. Kind of takes the the mischief out of it a little bit. Yeah, well, I always told them it was going to be. <laughs> you know, we, we used to ask this question like, what if what if we're right? What if pot is really good for you and has medical applications and it's going to be? <laughs> well, who's laughing now? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if that's the case, Cheech and Chong must be the healthiest people in America because <laughs> they were they were early proponents, uh, shall mm-hmm. we say, of uh, the use of marijuana for a variety of purposes. Uh, I, I had talked to Cheech in a, uh, a different interview about uh, when they were filming the movie Up in Smoke, uh, they were filming here in Chicago, and it happens to have been the coldest day in the history of Chicago. The, the actual temperature was something like 27 below zero. I don't even know what the wind chill was. But I asked him if he remembered that because they were filming right down the block from where I lived at the time. And uh, he goes, oh, yes, I remember. He said, we were staying at the very nice uh, Ritz-Carlton Hotel, and there was frost on the inside of the walls. (laughs) Uh, It was so cold outside. So his memories of Chicago are uh, bitter, bitter, bitter cold. Dave's not here! Yeah, man. (laughs) Still, as as I'm uh, listening to (laughs) Don't make me go into my Sister Mary Elephant routine, because I still remember. It from back in the day. Well, am I the only one who uh, has in mind right now that 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 album, the, uh, the, the double album that opened up and the rolling papers? And there was in a it? giant rolling paper yeah. inside <laughs> of it. I definitely do remember that. I believe, my, I believe my brother actually used that rolling paper for. <laughs> I'm sure he wasn't the only what one. it was intended for. <laughs> More tomorrow. Thank you, Dean.